the the black mirror it's there's so many themes weaving here yeah and so many ways of approaching it so we'll just look at the black mirror for a moment yeah the black mirror of course is the screen yeah when you switch it off it's black and you see your own reflection in it when you switch it on um you get human culture thrown at you yeah and in a sense that's also your own reflection and if you go onto social media then you type in your thoughts and feelings and you get replies back yeah that's that's very much your own reflection yeah so the black mirror um in the uh is it snow white the uh the, the, yes it is isn't it what exactly uh, oh in the snow white myth the 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 uh the, the queen the false mother the wicked queen a, looking at mirror mirror on the wall yeah 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 that one mirror mirror on the wall yeah that's that mirror is reflecting her back to her as the most beautiful person in the world yeah i mean that's what we're looking for on social media you type in and people go oh yeah you're lovely or yeah i agree with you there you know and you get your what's called an echo chamber yeah this is that same experience you are the most beautiful yeah this is what the everyday self the, the shadow self the ego um, the freudian ego wants it wants to be seen as the most beautiful yeah so uh and it's it's said very clearly in that fairy tale this mirror is evil yeah another way of saying it this mirror is black yeah so this is what's happening and who is snow white snow white is the innocent soul snow white is the life force in us snow white is the joy in life itself in us yeah and that is thrust out into the woods yeah kill it yeah but it doesn't die no because the forces that we sent to kill it are only obedient to us up to a certain point yeah but because they too are life yeah even though they're working as a as a huntsman as a killer of life they are still life yeah and then uh, and then snow white finds the dwarves the underground forces the subconscious forces yeah the planetary forces there are seven dwarves seven planets yeah they're streaming into us and they keep us alive they feed us yeah and the 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 innocent life force in us feeds them and makes their life beautiful that's what they want yeah they come back from work from digging for beauty in the darkness and we feed them the life force in us feeds them a meal and makes them oh it's it's all worth it yeah so that the snow white is the beauty within the human being that is so needed in the world the whole world is looking for that yeah the the the, the planets themselves are streaming into the earth looking for that yeah but when we that the false ego the false mother yeah uh, catch sight in the black mirror that this spirit is still alive we go after him we try and kill it again yeah and eventually it's preserved in a glass coffin you know so we've got the human spirit becomes a museum item <coughs> yeah 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 and now at last we get somebody who is spiritually awakened who is upright in themselves a prince yeah and it doesn't matter whether it's a male body or a female body yeah the uprightness in themselves is, is a masculine ability that every human being has same as compassion and caring as a feminine ability that every human being has so we're all balanced in us yeah so the prince force finds in the museum consciousness of the human being 
Look, there was a life force. Look, there was a princess. Look, there was something which which celebrated beauty and joy. I want it. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. And in our rush, we break the museum consciousness. We break the museum consciousness. Yeah. And the life force goes. Ah! comes back to life yeah but to do that we have to turn away from the black mirror well my brother do you believe we have the courage to do that uh, and you see that again in the snow white myth yeah the first thing that the queen takes when she finds out the snow white is still alive she takes a comb and sticks it in her hair and fixes her thinking yeah, and then she, she dies, the life force dies if the thinking isn't constantly regenerating. Her lovely flowing golden hair becomes tied up in a bun or whatever it is, yeah, and fixing the, the, the comb fixes the thinking and she dies. And when the, the, the gnomes, the planetary forces, pull the comb out and the thinking is free again, she comes back to life. And the second time, it's uh, ribbons to do up the bodice, yeah, and she fixes the feeling. Instead of breathing deeply, yeah, she becomes uptight like the uh, Elizabethans were, you know, in their corsets and can't feel things properly. And again, the life force dies. Yeah, and the the the, the gnomes undo it and uh, the dwarfs un undo that and she breathes again. Yeah, but when that gets down into the will, and here we touch on transhumanism. Yeah, when that gets down into the will, and we eat the you see, the will is the digestion, our actions and our digestion. The digestion is the symbol of what we do in the world. Yeah. And you understand that in the digestion, we destroy everything we take in. Yeah. There isn't anything we eat that we don't destroy. And by the time we're finished with it, it is feeling shit. Yeah. And then as soon as we've made shit out of the beauty we take in, we chuck it away. We chuck it away. And this is this is the negative side of the human being that we have to come to terms with. Yeah. And this is where she gets stuck. She gets impounded. She gets compacted. Yeah. And she can no longer chuck it away. She can no longer digest it. Yeah. And we have to learn to breathe and to have free flowing thinking right down into our digestion so that our actions don't come out of our destructive nature, but come out of our willingness to breathe the air that is everybody's and our willingness to think the light that comes from the myriad lights of the sky. Yeah? And when we stand up in our uprightness as human beings with free thinking, free feeling and more conscious action, then we go forward as human beings. There's, on my website, there's an article, The Pendulum of Awareness. Yeah? And if you seek out the Pendulum of Awareness, there are seven simple steps that you can practice, one for each day, yeah? uh, that bring these forces into harmony with each other. Just take us <laughs> through the seven steps real quick. Sure. So very simply, the first step is to realize that my primary responsibility is to care for myself. If I don't care for myself, I can't care for anybody else. But when you realize that caring for yourself is body, soul and spirit, yeah, you realize that just eating and relaxing isn't enough. Yeah, You have to care for your soul. You have to take in cultural activity, social activity as well. 
Yeah? And you have to care for your spirit. You have to take in spiritual activity, whether that's reading or um, learning about wonderful things or whether it's meditating or whatever. So, and then, then just in caring for ourselves, we have to bring care for body, soul and spirit into harmony with each other. So the first principle is care for yourself, body, soul and spirit. Yeah. And the second principle, in order to bring that one into harmony with the world, is how does the world look? Take an interest in how does the world look through another person's eyes? Yeah. So this might be just a person at the checkout, or it might be the person on the other end of the Zoom call, or it might be somebody who, who's written you an insulting comment on, on social media. Yeah. So how does the world look through their eyes? And the world, of course, is predicated on what they think themselves to be. So how do they look through their own eyes? Yeah? So to take an interest in that is the second principle. Yeah? The third principle, coming back closer to the self, is my own experience is true. Yeah? So when you accept that your my own experience is true, you recognize that you are the center of the created world because you're creating the world. Yeah? yeah, You're the center yeah. of your world, particularly. You're the center. Nothing happens in your world that you don't have an influence on in one way or another. Yeah. So when I accept that my own experience is true, I begin to stand upright in myself. But I potentially also come into conflict with other people. Yeah? So I have to learn to relativize that uh, while staying with the principle. And the relativization of that comes in the next principle, the fourth principle, which is I don't lean out too far from myself. I remain upright inside myself. Yeah. So if, I'm, if my own experience is true, leads me into conflict with other people, then I'm leaning forward too much. Yeah. If, my, if trying to maintain my own experience is true, makes me afraid of other people. No, no, don't talk to me because you might spoil my, my relationship with my own experience. Then I'm leaning back too much. Yeah? So I have to be upright in myself, not vacillating, not being aggressive uh, or even too loving and nor being you know, too objective, too cool or, or, or afraid. Yeah? So standing upright in yourself is the fourth principle. The fifth principle is this, to bring your uh, decisions and your actions into harmony with each other. That's what we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah? So you have to look at your decision making. Is my, are my decisions actually actionable? Or are they in dreamland? Yeah. And are my actions in relationship with what I actually want to do? Or are they me just pretending that, you know, so the relationship between decision and action. The sixth principle is to find gratitude, gratitude for everything. And it's easy to be grateful for the sunlight that's shining through my windows right now. Uh, it's easy to be grateful for the food that I get from my meals. Is it easy to be grateful for the fact that I have to go to work to earn a living? Where can I find gratitude for things that I have to do? Uh, or even worse, where can I find gratitude for things that shock me, that come up against me? Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> there's a shocking experience I won't go into the detail of in the last six months in my life that is playing out in very powerful ways. It's been immensely strengthening for me to work with the fact that um, certain uh, a small group of people has decided that I'm the monster, yeah, and they're acting on this decision that I'm the monster. Uh, we were as say, but wow, uh, it's really made me more willing to say no. My own experience is true. I am not the monster. You know, uh, the things that you are 
feel that I'm responsible for lie in your own relationship with your own thoughts and feelings. Yeah, I didn't. You know. So anyway, um, the gratitude for everything that comes towards us, good and and struggle. And then the seventh principle is to bring these other six principles into harmony with each other. Yeah. And for that, you need forgiveness. You need to be able to say, yes, you know, I, I, I wasn't considerate enough by somebody else. Or, you know, I didn't look after my own spiritual health. I looked after my, my, my physical or my social health. You know, I, I had a great social experience, but I got pissed out of my fucking mind. And the next three days, I wasn't thinking clearly. You know, whatever it is, you know. So just acknowledge how did I do and offer up, offer up, offer up uh, in forgiveness. And then also you become a softer person if you're more forgiving of other people. So these seven principles are profoundly transformative. And yet they're, they're so simple. And yet, of course, they're not easy because they're profoundly transformative. Because on my website, there's an article, The Pendulum of Awareness. Yeah? And if you seek out the pendulum of awareness, there are seven simple steps that you can practice, one for each day, yeah? uh, that bring these forces into harmony with each other. Just take us through the seven steps real quick. Sure. So very simply, the first step is to realize that my primary responsibility is to care for myself. If I don't care for myself, I can't care for anybody else. But when you realize that caring for yourself is body, soul and spirit, yeah, you realize that just eating and relaxing isn't enough. Yeah? You have to care for your soul. You have to take in cultural activity, social activity as well. Yeah? And you have to care for your spirit. You have to take in spiritual activity, whether that's reading or um, learning about wonderful things or whether it's meditating or whatever. So, and then, then just in caring for ourselves, we have to bring care for body, soul and spirit into harmony with each other. So the first principle is care for yourself, body, soul and spirit. Yeah. And the second principle, in order to bring that one into harmony with the world, is how does the world look? Take an interest in how does the world look through another person's eyes? Yeah. So this might be just a person at the checkout, or it might be the person on the other end of the Zoom call, or it might be somebody who, who's written you an insulting comment on, on social media. Yeah. So how does the world look through their eyes? And the world, of course, is predicated on what they think themselves to be. So how do they look through their own eyes? Yeah? So to take an interest in that is the second principle. Yeah? The third principle, coming back closer to the self, is my own experience is true. Yeah? So when you accept that your my own experience is true, you recognize that you are the center of the created world because you're creating the world. Yeah? yeah, You're the center yeah. of your world, particularly. You're the center. Nothing happens in your world that you don't have an influence on in one way or another. Yeah. So when I accept that my own experience is true, I begin to stand upright in myself. But I potentially also come into conflict with other people. Yeah? So I have to learn to relativize that uh, while staying with the principle. And the relativization of that comes in the next principle, the fourth principle, which is I don't lean out too far from myself. I remain upright inside myself. Yeah. So if, I'm, if my own experience is true, leads me into conflict with other people, then I'm leaning forward too much. Yeah. If, my, if trying to maintain my own experience is true makes me afraid of other people, no, no, don't talk to me because you might spoil my, my relationship with my own experience, then I'm leaning back too much. Yeah? So I have to be upright in myself. 
not vacillating, not being aggressive uh, or even too loving, and nor being you know, too objective, too cool or, or, or afraid. Yeah? So standing up right in yourself is the fourth principle. The fifth principle is this, to bring your uh, decisions and your actions into harmony with each other. That's what we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah? So you have to look at your decision making. Is my, are my decisions actually actionable or are they in dreamland? Yeah? And are my actions in relationship with what I actually want to do, or are they me just pretending that, you know, so the relationship between decision and action. The sixth principle is to find gratitude, gratitude for everything. And it's easy to be grateful for the sunlight that's shining through my windows right now. Uh, it's easy to be grateful for the food that I get from my meals. Is it easy to be grateful for the fact that I have to go to work to earn a living? Where can I find gratitude for things that I have to do? Uh, or even worse, where can I find gratitude for things that shock me, that come up against me? Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> there's a shocking experience I won't go into the detail of in the last six months in my life that is playing out in very powerful ways. It's been immensely strengthening for me to work with the fact that um, certain a, a small group of people has decided that I'm the monster, yeah, and they're acting on this decision that I'm the monster. Uh, we were, as I say, but wow, uh, it's really made me more willing to say no. My own experience is true. I am not the monster. You know, I, the things that you are that feel that I'm responsible for lie in your own relationship with your own thoughts and feelings. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. You know. So anyway. Uh, the gratitude for everything that comes towards us, good and, and struggle. And then the seventh principle is to bring these other six principles into harmony with each other. Yeah? And for that, you need forgiveness. You need to be able to say, yes, you know, I, I, I wasn't considerate enough by somebody else. Or, you know, I didn't look after my own spiritual health. I looked after my, my, my physical or my social health. You know, I, I had a great social experience, but I got pissed out of my fucking mind. And the next three days, I wasn't thinking clearly. You know, whatever it is, you know. So just acknowledge how did I do and offer up, offer up, offer up uh, in forgiveness. And then also you become a softer person if you're more forgiving of other people. So these seven principles are profoundly transformative. And yet they're, they're so simple. And yet, of course, they're not easy because they're profoundly transformative.